MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast. The undeniable choice. It's sundown. The day has just begun. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Ha ha. This is MDN Show. We're running with the times only on MDN TV, the podcast. And I welcome, welcome to all our listeners and viewers around the world. Meet us in the comments. We are live there. Engage. Share this podcast. Share this podcast. I mean, tell your friends to tell their friends that it's happening right now. And today, 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 we're talking all things health. I mean, who doesn't want to be healthy? Who doesn't want to live a healthy life? I mean, health is everything. What is money without health? What is wealth without health? So health is the fuel for creating a magical life. So says my guest. Not only that, she also says Politics and politicians should not dictate your health or options. How? Where? How do you stop this? Shouldn't we have had this before the pandemic? Let's find out together. Right. After this. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast, The Undeniable The Undeniable Choice, indeed, for today is Magic Badly. I mean, that says it all. Thanks a gazillion times, Magic, for saying yes and for availing being for availing your time. I wish we had you way before this while there's still a lot happening during this and that because you say health is the fuel for creating a magical life. How true that is. Not only that, you also say politics and I believe politicians should not dictate your health options what do you mean please say hello to everybody magic hello everyone and yeah look great to be joining you all the way from australia and you know what Mm. i've been saying what we're talking about now for years i was talking about it before the pandemic wow there is so much we can cover today and you know i just want to reiterate to your listeners that politics and politicians do one job your health should not be part of that job that's your job Hmm. wow and funny enough you say this from australia that just blows everything I mean, if you know what I mean, and I know you know what I mean, and I don't want to go to details in that, but come to think of it, um, we've come from a time where we've heard um, 
politicians being the ones dictating everything. I mean, telling us what ought to be done or should be done instead of doctors, scientists and all. They were not leading. In fact, everybody was listening to what politicians were saying. Yes, totally. And this isn't the first time that we've seen this in our history. So we saw it with the Spanish flu back in the early 1900s. And Mm. do you know what? There's photos circulating around of people wearing masks during the Spanish flu, but the rich people standing behind them weren't. So what's with that? Then we saw it with World War II and we saw Hitler and Mussolini saying, you need to get this, you need to do that, and dictating people's health and then convincing their people that another section of their people were spreading germs. Like we've seen this before and now we're going through it again and this pandemic is not over. It's a pandemic of brutality. It's a pandemic of the media. It's a pandemic of doctors lying down and forgetting their oath, first do no harm. I know this sounds controversial, but your doctor, when he or she is watching what the government says and pushing a narrative rather than saying, my goodness, you've got a heart condition, maybe taking this medication isn't going to be good for you. Instead, they say, oh, you've got a heart condition, but I need you to still take this medication that affects your heart. You know, we're going down a very slippery slope there, but not for the first time. Hmm. And I just imagine, how have you dealt with whatever that has been going on, especially in your country, Australia? How did you cope? How did you, how did you lead? I mean, we've seen some of the craziest things happen in Australia. Yes, I well, live. I'm not a, you are the best person to tell us about that. Magic. Yeah, I live just outside of Melbourne. Magic there. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne is, is the most locked down city in the world. We spent, I think it was 268 days locked down last year. So that's kind of mm. crazy. We were in stage four lockdown. We had, you know, checkpoints on our roads. Now in Australia, for your listeners, We've always had this attitude, it's known as she'll be right, mate, and that is no Australian bothers to do anything about something and stress about something. We just go with the flow. She'll be right, mate. Oh, stub my toe. She'll be right, mate. Cut my arm off. She'll be right, mate. But we've Hmm. lost that. Now we are living in the what does the government tell me I need to do? How can I travel 5Ks? You know, five kilometres is not a very long distance and we weren't allowed to travel more than five kilometres from our homes. This is craziness. We've never seen this before in our country, anywhere in the world really, and the people did it. The people were living in fear of the police, pulling them over and asking for papers. Now, when you're travelling and you've got to provide papers to travel, Within your town, that sounds to me a little bit like Nazi Germany. Sorry, but it does. And that's what was happening in Melbourne. You know, you go to your doctor and you say, I'm very concerned about this medication. You know, all the side effects could really harm me. There's no 
no proof, there's no research data, and the doctor says take it anyway, the government says so. So we've never seen that before here. Melbourne, Australia is where I live, and it was pretty much the worst place to be in the pandemic. Sorry to say it, I love my town, but a lot of people left. A lot of people left our town. We're talking at least a million people left. There's still more leaving now. And I think that's really sad, particularly when this is based on health. But you're not allowed to make a decision. You have to do what the government says for your health. And I think it's getting better now. Um, Has anything changed since then? What One of the biggest mistakes that I believe really cost the nations of the world were people handing over their power yes. to the leaders. Yes. So an example here, right, in Melbourne, Australia, yes. many people couldn't go to their loved ones' funerals. We were seeing funerals happening on Zoom. I spoke to a guy just last week. His 93-year-old father passed away. He wasn't allowed to go to the funeral. He wasn't allowed to go and comfort his mother. His mother and father had been married for 70 years. His mother had never lived alone. He was not allowed to go, put his arms around her and hug her. That's just, that's criminal. You know, we were seeing young children that needed to go to hospital after an accident or an illness and only one parent could be there. The siblings couldn't be there. And we were seeing this just readily accepted by the people. That's completely terrifying and saddening to me because, you know, when you're unwell or at end of life, you want your family there. You want people hugging you and holding your hands and telling you it's going to be okay. And the people didn't do it because the government said they couldn't. And then the people went along with it. And I just find that just so incredibly sad. Unbelievable. And um, I believe we have another chance to learn a few things and praise ourselves because it's not about to get better. Why should health and state not be intermingled? Because it boils down to that. It does. So, look, health is about what is right for you. And I work in natural health. I have no one-size-fits-all treatment plan. Two people could present with the same kind of symptoms, but their history is different. So how I'm going to treat them will be different, right? So you can't expect the state to say, well, all your health is the same and you're all going to react the same way and Mm -hmm. because we said so. That's, That's just not feasible. It's not viable and it's not in the interest of your health, what might be right for someone might not be right for you. And, you know, when there's these blanket legislations and rules, that's not taking into account your circumstances. Add to that when there is indemnity against the medicine makers, against the government and against the doctors following orders, something happens to you and you have no right of recourse, there's something terribly wrong there. So, you know, with 
I use essential oils, for example. With essential oils, they have to be proven, they have to be certified. You know, there's very stringent testing on these things, as with all natural supplements. But when the government say you must take this medication, testing's not complete, or they won't even tell you testing's not complete, but you must take this medication, you cannot ask any questions about it, you cannot get an exemption from it, and if something happens to you, you can't sue anyone because it's on you because you took it, I think mm. that's just a terrifying place to be. Mm. And we've seen this. We've been here. Yeah. Now, the immune system, and again, I say we've got to prepare because it's not about to get better any day. And you just said when we started that the pandemic is not over. Now, the immune system is said to be the, the engine that runs the body. Now, how do we take care of it? And how do we also strengthen our immune system in such a way that it can really fight off and be that engine that can block out certain things and fight and strengthen the body and protect the body and do all those beautiful things that it's supposed to be doing. Magic? There's a lot of ways we can strengthen our immune system. The first is sunlight. And for anyone on video that can see me, I'm all blistered and red because I got too much sunlight the other day. But we do need a fair bit of sunlight to activate vitamin D. Now, vitamin D is not just a vitamin. It's also a crucial hormone. And part of what it does is it stops viral cell replication within the body. So it supports our immune system. We need clean water, not fluoridated, chlorinated tap water, clean, mineralized, filtered water, energetic wow. water. So we need moving water. So as simple as just, you know, grabbing your glass and swirling it after it's been purified through minerals and proper filters, that is the water that you need. We need to eat clean healthy seasonal food now here in australia we're coming into summer so we're not going to be eating as many root vegetables like beetroots or carrots because they're not seasonal now okay they grow better during winter but we are going to be eating more uh, fruits things like cucumbers and apples and strawberries and things like that because they're more seasonal so when we eat seasonally and organically, we're making sure that we're eating our vitamins and minerals, eating what grows best at that time, what is more available. So yeah. there's a few things that we can do. The other ways that we can strengthen our immune system are try and live life on your terms. Because if you don't, you're unhappy. And if you're unhappy, you signal to your body that you are unsafe. And when your yeah. body feels unsafe, your immune system slows you down. You get a head cold or something activated like that because it says you're unsafe. I'm going to stop you from doing X, Y, Z. And if you're on the couch, you know, blowing into tissues for three days, at least you're not doing something else. So we really do need to support our immune system. We need to stop eating our convenience foods. You know, every now and then it's okay. 
we all need to live. Yeah. I mean, we're not all monks, right? <laughs> but we need to eat healthy food, drink healthy water, get some sunlight, get our feet in the ground. Grounding in the earth is a great way of uptaking essential minerals. We need to really return ourselves to nature. You know, we're surrounded by lights and microphones and electricity and things like that. And we go about yeah. our day thinking that's okay, but it's really not. We need to make time every day to be outside, to be barefoot, to enjoy the sunlight and to really reconnect with nature because we are beings of nature. Hmm. How important is it? Is it for every one of us to connect with nature, especially walking barefoot outside? You speak about clean water. Where is the place of alkaline water in all of this? I mean, I ask because can we say alkaline water is clean? What is really clean? How do we find or differentiate um, these there's still water, there's alkaline water, there's sparkling water. I mean, sometimes people just don't know which one is which. Magic? Yeah, look, I'm not a huge fan of alkaline water. Like, yes, it's great, all right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of the processes in your body need acid. So driving it too much alkaline or putting too much alkalinity in can actually slow some of the processes. So you just have to be careful there. Having said that, your body knows what to do. If you're going to drink alkaline water, it will know how to balance the pH there. So there's one issue. Now, when it comes to filtering water, you need to filter through minerals. So there's a lot of companies around the world that have some great filters. You know, there's things like the AHA Vortex, which is a portable filter that you can take with huge balls of minerals in it. There's things like a Zazen, which has minerals that it filters through. You know, there's there's a lot of different water filter companies around the world. As long as it's filtering through minerals, that's great. Energising your water, you can do it one of two ways. You can swirl it around in the glass or the bottle before you drink it, get some oxygen back into it. Another great way, sit your water in the sun. Let the sun energize it and then drink your water. So there's lots of ways that we can do this, but when we just turn the tap on and accept that what is coming out is clean water, that's a mistake to make. Wow. Now, walking barefoot, tell us about that one. How important that is. Walking backwards, yeah. Yes, walking This is something backwards. hardly anyone does. Wow, why, why should anyone walk barefoot? I mean... Did we even? I mean, we are dead anyway. When we walk backwards, we're actually activating a whole lot of different muscles, plus we're activating our senses. Because we're not seeing where we're going straight away, we're listening, we're feeling, we're, we're experiencing a lot more, but we're activating a whole lot of small muscles, particularly in our legs, in our core, and it's a really easy way to switch your body back on and so we need to try and do that a little bit every day i'm not saying walk backwards you know for a whole block just do it for you know maybe three meters that's enough to start activating your body again 
Is it walking backwards or walking barefoot? I think I, both. I didn't get both. 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 Okay, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so walking walking backwards helps you activate your body and walking barefoot helps you wow. ground. It helps you soak up minerals from the earth. Just like <laughs> plants have to put their roots in the earth, so do we. Oh. We need to ground. We need to connect. Yes, yes, yes. Got you. You talk about food. Now, yep. we always told about superfood. Are superfoods really good for us? And what are they? Because sometimes people don't know. And the reason... I always want us to break it down, even for the layman, to know what we're talking about when we say superfood. What are they? What just three types of superfood? And are they really good for us? Great okay. question. So <laughs> superfoods, you know what? It's a buzzword that marketing has created over the past yeah, maybe 10 years. Yeah. But some examples of superfoods would be quinoa was called a superfood. Is it great for everyone? No, it's a grain. Mm. Not all people should be eating grains. So another superfood, let me see. Oh, my goodness. See, I don't even pay attention to superfoods. So another superfood could be a chickpea. Well, chickpeas are legume. Again, should all people be eating legumes? Not necessarily. So yeah. what I think a superfood should be is something that is seasonal, something that is organic, and something that is local. So, you know, here, Melbourne, Australia, something that is seasonal, organic, and local, well, at the moment, in my garden, there are cucumbers, they are seasonal, they are grown organically, and they're grown here. And I also know organic farmers around me that are growing it at the moment. So yeah. that is what you should be looking for. Seasonal, local, organic. Seasonal, local, organic. Perfect. Makes me wonder when it comes to bread, where is the place of unleavened bread? A cook, somebody said, well, you could, you could eat unleavened bread without having to worry about many things. And I, and I have this opportune time to ask you about magic. Yeah. So, you know, if we look traditionally at tribes, you know, whether it be our original people, our First Nations people here in Australia, whether we look at, you know, the Middle East, whether we look at, South Africa and Africa, you know, all yeah. of our ancestral tribes made their own kind of flatbread, but they made it with produce that they knew was local, seasonal, and mm. back then it was all organic, right? <laughs> so yes. when we're adding things like yeast to make bread that rises, this is a very, um, I guess, modern thing to do. It wasn't something wow. that was done before. Having said that, the way that we treat our grains and seeds now is what causes the problem. It is not the fact that we've added yeast and baked it into a bread. It is the fact that it is full now of bromine, fluorine and chloride. And, yeah. you know, these things can be very harmful to the body. It's what we've treated the product with before we make the end product 
And so we see a lot of people around the world with gluten sensitivity, gluten intolerance, and they go, well, I can't eat any gluten. Gluten's not your problem. It's the chemicals that are in the process of these glutenized products that are the problem. It is the chemicals that the gluten uh, seed or grain was raised with that are the problem. It's the pesticides, the fungicides, you know, all those sorts of things that are the problem, not necessarily gluten. Very few people have a true gluten problem. Many people have a chemical problem. Hmm. Wow. So the secret is local, seasonal, and organic. We'll be right yeah. back. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non secular subjects of globalism. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast, The Undeniable. Well, The Undeniable Toys is still magic. So much, so much to take in. But I want to say thank you so much for staying on. And if you have just joined us, we're talking health, terrain theory, politics should not, or politicians should not dictate your health or options. Your health is your health. And my guest says, live life on your own terms. Your own terms, right? (laughs) We're almost at the tail end. And I want us to now go to this part of um, our interview. Tell us about E-N-E-I of trauma what is the p-n-e-i of trauma and how does one come out of it yeah so the p-n-e-i is the psychoneuroendoimmunology of trauma and this is a linking of four of the systems of the body the p is the psycho it's when we think feel make something mean something it's our limbic center of our brain it's all the emotions and the feelings so something could happen to you and you know you have a thought about it that thought can make your body feel like it's in danger so what it can do is can call in the nervous system it could accelerate the nervous system or it could slow it down which could affect your digestion it could affect you know, your mental health, it could affect anything. You could get nerve pain. So from a thought or feeling, we feel unsafe. Then our nervous system jumps in and we feel unsafe. We get nerve pain, we get fibromyalgia or something like that. Then it calls in our endocrine system. Now, so our hormones will change. And, you know, a good example of this is, you know, you have to give a talk in public and you don't want to and you tell yourself, I'm no good speaking in public. I don't want to do it. So then you start getting massive pain, right, or you get jittery or fast heart rate. That's the end coming in. Then you start to get hot flashes and you're sweating and, like, your fingers are all slippery. That's the E. That's your endocrine system coming in. You might start feeling dizzy or nauseous as well. And then... The I comes in, the immune, and we spoke about the immune just before. 
It is yeah. the system that governs whether you are safe or not. So, you know, you've got this talk coming up, you've had a bad feeling about it, you've started getting pain or fast heart rate, now you're all clammy and sweaty, and then all of a sudden, you know, your nose starts dripping or your throat starts closing up, you've got this cough. You think right now I can't go and do the talk because I seem to have a cold. That's your immune system slowing you down because you don't feel safe. So when we oh. see the PNEI, a lot of people discount that no system of the body works alone and they think, well, if I just think something about myself, that's it. No, that's not it. The PNEI is those four systems coming in and they will do anything they can to keep you safe. Mm. Wow. Wow, wow. That's something else. Yeah, I know, right? The body is amazing. And, you know, you mentioned in the intro about terrain theory, and I'll just quickly touch on this. The PNEI is part of this terrain theory. What is it? Terrain theory is treating the internal terrain. It is making sure that your body systems have everything they need to succeed and to work hand in hand. Okay, what we've done in the past 120 years is we've looked at germ theory and, you know, this is where the government comes in with what they're telling you to do to your body. Everyone's running in fear of germs. If you treat your terrain, if you treat yourself internally and have yourself working the way it needs to be, then you don't have to fear a germ. Okay, because your Mm. body is a very complex piece of machinery, for want of a better word. Yeah, yeah. Okay, your body is really complex and it knows what to do when you support it. Yes. Now, how do you really support it? Because you're really raising some really important things here. You say if you, you get it right, you won't have to worry about germs and things like that. How do you support it? How do you now boost this um, terrain? Well, we've already discussed a few things by getting good sunlight, by grounding in the earth, by eating seasonal, local, organic produce, by drinking clean, oh. mineralized energized water these are just a few things we can do when we're sick we need to not be chasing symptoms we need to look at the cause is it because one of the body systems needs a little bit of help is it that several body systems are working together to protect you from something you know we need to address trauma we need to really look at how we think and feel about ourselves every day And I can tell you from my own experience, you know, chasing my health for so long, it wasn't until I started respecting myself and going, okay, you know, I love myself. I love who I am. I love who I stand for. And I've got this. When you are your best supporter, that is when you find your health. Wow. Is there something you do? How does your morning routine look like? My morning routine, yeah. Well, my morning routine (laughs) looks like my alarm goes off 
but not like a, you know, blaring alarm. That doesn't happen. I love the music of Deep Forest, okay? So I have Sweet Lullaby playing very gently as my alarm, and so I wake up with peace, not with a, oh, I have to get out of bed. That's the start. Mm. I wake up at sunrise every morning, and, in fact, most of the time I wake up before the alarm goes off. Okay, so I wake up when the sun starts coming up, then I go for a walk, I go for an hour's walk, tie my hair up and, you know, don't bother having a shower yet, I go for my hour's walk and I get the early morning sunlight, whether it's winter or summer, doesn't matter, early morning sunlight because then I'm helping the bacteria in my gut to create serotonin and melatonin to help me feel good and to help me sleep that night. Once I've done that, I then go into my infrared sauna for 50 minutes on super hot and I sweat out all the toxins. Then I have my shower, I have my water, and then I don't eat until after lunchtime. And so that is my morning routine. Gold. Your morning routine is gold, I must say. And that sauna does it, really. That sauna. Now, we're at the tail end, but it will be an error to let you go without asking this one. When you go out on that sunlight, on the sun, do you put on your sunscreen? Because these are the things... I I don't wear sunscreen. No, 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 no. You never... <laughs> Sun, sunscreen okay. is quite toxic. And as I said, I am very sunburnt uh-huh. at the moment. Okay. Uh-huh. It's okay. Sun is not the devil. All right. Uh-huh. I will get sunburnt. I will peel. Actually, I'm starting to peel on my chin now. I will peel and I will be okay because the goodness that I'm getting from the sun, re energizing and reactivating my body is much better for me than not. So when you're putting sunscreen on, you are not letting the sun heal you. You're not letting the sun energize you. And what's come out in recent times is that sunscreens, commercial sunscreens, are full of toxins. So if you're putting that on your skin, the biggest organ that you have is your skin, you're going to absorb toxins. So I would rather be a little bit sunburnt for a couple of days than put toxic sunscreen on. Having said that, there are natural sunscreens that you can make, carrot seed oil, coconut oil. They all have quite a high SPF. They can protect you. I just forgot to put any coconut oil on before I went in the sun. Wow. So you mean I can just go ahead and get coconut oil, apply it on my face, my body and that will be it and that is sufficient yes. without putting any toxins on my body yes totally lovely look this conversation doesn't have to end with the show as it comes to to an end our listeners our viewers who wants to continue this conversation with you where do they go how can they find out more about you and the things you've shared so much in a very short space of time. There must be more. There must be more magic. There must be more. There is so much more. And people can find me at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's holistic with a W in front of it because we treat with holism. We use the whole of body. Okay. Wow. And there you will find our blogs. 
You will find all of our services. You'll find links to our socials on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find soon our store. So we're about to launch our functional medicine essential oil blend range. And you can also find our root cause analysis, which is our free consultation anywhere around the world. We can do it via Zoom. And we can look at the root cause of anything that you're dealing with. So that's www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au, holistic with a W. Yeah, be made whole. That's holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. Just think of be made whole, whole, and you will be whole. Look, this is incredible and you're doing so much and um, anyone who really wants to find out more and really just, it's one thing to hear and do nothing, but it's another to hear and begin to apply, ask questions. Go to this website once again. I'm taking it and all the links are in the description and will be in the description. Make sure you ask for them if you can't find them or you can't locate them holisticnaturalhealth.com.au visit there check them out on facebook check them out on social media instagram i mean just do something about what you have heard today magic coming back to you thanks for times once again for sharing your wisdom you've been um melting balls throughout and we really appreciate it what will be your last final words your parting shot yeah look you know as I, I said all this craziness isn't over so just remember at the end of the day you're the one that has to live in your body so make it work for you Whew. you're the one that has to live in your body make it work for you don't yep. forget live life on your own terms and the secret, yeah. the greatest secret of them all, local, seasonal, and organic. Thanks to Gazillion Times Magic once again to all of you as listeners around the world. Well done. MDN Talk Radio. The mic swings to you at MDN Talk Radio. The conversation is upbeat with life-enhancing chants. Moderated by personalities that matter. Exclusive conversations to keep our radio community interactive is with you now. Log on from the comfort of your couch or take us along in your palm as you go. Hear us. The undeniable choice.